Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Um. And we're here to give you our professional... <laughs> professional. Professional review on RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race All-Star Seven. The All-Winners Season. 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 <laughs> so, let's raise a glass. <laughs> oh, glass. And start spilling. <laughs> the spilling. GNT Podcast. Clank. Wow. Facts to go yeah. go there. Yeah. We don't need no editing software. We are the editing software. <laughs> we are the editing software. Now, for those who are brand new, welcome to our podcast. It's a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, and what we do, we watch it live. Mm-hmm. When we say we watch it live, is we we don't listen to spoilers. Uh-huh. Instagram notifications we, have been turned off. Every today. notification's off. We watch the show as soon as we can, and as we watch it, we stop and we podcast so that you get our real-time thoughts and you get our original thoughts, not thoughts that are processed and put through a blender of social media that's put through, you know, everyone once, do you know what, once once someone hears an opinion, all of a sudden their opinions change. It gets regurgitated everywhere. Case in point, case in point, um, when Violet Chachki, who I love, was on... um, pit stop and it was particularly the, um, the the ball on season 14 and she made her opinion known that she's not a fan of what she calls knockoffs i.e. queens copying designer looks um, based on Willow Pill's Chanel chain dress and then I posted that that look. Actually, Violet did call it Versace, but it was actually Chanel. She misspoke. She misspoke. She's she's a fashion icon. She missed it. Um, but everybody's regurgitating that like it was a fact afterwards. I'd never, ever seen that opinion before. There it is. Yeah. So no one... See, that's the thing is that everyone... People get their knowledge of fashion, um, their knowledge of performance from... They're educated... From RuPaul's Drag Race, I think they it, don't have their own. They, they don't mm. do their own research. It's not their own information. It's it's just what they get told is gospel. Tom, hi. So I'm just adjusting my mic. Okay, yeah, thank it's you. important. Um, is your attitude on there? Do you want to adjust that too, please? <laughs> it needs no adjustment, thank you. It's <laughs> what, on point. What I'm saying is that the reason that we do it this way is because we want our, our thoughts to be our own, and then we release it as soon as we can. It is one of the first podcasts out immediately, um, <laughs> so that you get to hear it before everyone else starts talking about the current mm-hmm. episode. And um, that's that's the podcast. Welcome. That's it. Um, Raw, I have a, unfiltered and unsolicited. That's it. Tom is a psychiatrist. I am a an amazing performer. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I would say I'm better than, better than performance. I'm really I, I am much better at watching a performance and analyzing it than applying it myself. You know, Abby Lee Miller. Like I, I'm basically <laughs> the Abby Lee Miller of drag. Very similar. Like Abby Lee Miller. Like you know, she she knows what's right and wrong. You ask her to do it, she can't do it because but, but she can see it and she can feel it. And that I I feel that's me. You have many I similarities, bo- Abby Lee. I am. Wow. You like shouting at small children? Wow, Tom. <laughs> what are you? You're coming. F- Tom, we we don't fat shame in this podcast. <laughs> no, I said we we we're not that kind of. Podcast. I was going for more of the bullying <laughs> harassment angle. I don't bully or harass anyone. So just shut up and sit there, okay? <laughs> so just shut your mouth. You sit there and look pretty. And just this is what I have to say for the podcast. Just take a sip, yeah, because I absolutely need to. That's the great. I mean, that's great. A, that's what the podcast is. Um, look, I mean, I want to get straight into it because there's always so much to talk about. Any gossip this week um, at all? Too much, to too much gospel. Like, Just because it was high camp, the whole India Farrah thing. I mean, that was high camp. Well, for those who don't know about this gossip, this this high, you you talk about it, and I'll give you my honest thoughts. Well, 
we don't watch Pit Stop when we're reviewing. We catch up later. But Derek Barry was on Pit Stop this week. I think I got this information from Busty Queen, by the way. Always a great gossip source. Um, and um, <laughs> but it was Bob who instigated it. Derek said something, and like Bob was like, "You mean India Ferrer?" And Derek was like, "Ha ha ha ha!" And it wasn't really that big a deal. But India Ferrer was straight on Twitter and was like, "My name is still in your mouth." You know, and all this drama, and um, I'm booked and blessed. And um, I think the word she used is she's like not a slave to World of Wonder. Um, poor choice of words as far as Shea Calais was concerned, especially because it was Juneteenth. Um, and then there was a war of words involving India, Derek, Shay. Um, I think Farah Moan got involved at one point. And it was just, it was high camp. And now India's left Twitter. I mean... Do you, do you know how I feel about that? A, poor choice of words from India Farah. Definitely. Um, you know, slave. And what made it more annoying is that she put slave in inverted commas. So she brought a lot of attention to that word in June. Do you know what she said, though? I think it, obviously I'm in no way justifying her use of the word because it was it, in, entirely inappropriate. But she said she was actually making a Britney reference as in slave for you. That's a lie. Because the Britney reference would have been slave for you. But I think it was like a slave for something. No, 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 no. It would have. No, but no, Derek's no. a Britney impress. You don't think so? No. You don't think that was her intent? No. Okay. No, I don't. I, I think that she was like, how can I mitigate damages? I'll say this. What I do want to say is this. What a lot of the drag queens do mm-hmm. is advocate against trolls. They say that the, this, it's so toxic. The fandom is so toxic. Another Britney reference? And, yeah, they, 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 another Britney. They say, <laughs> oh, you know, they're so toxic, the fans. They, they're always attacked and there's so much hate and, and all this but then at, at the same time uh, some of the drag queens display that same behavior towards oh, um, other drag queens so i i just feel like I, there's a bit of a hypocrisy there i mean because that because then everyone piled on the affair right i mean you know like when someone is racist then then call them up for it but i feel that when you have that kind of relationship and you know what the toxic fandom is like i feel like shay actually could have just dm'd India and said, "Girl, like, come on, take that post down. You using she did this take word. the post down, yeah, but she should have DM'd her because what she did is she actually made it humongous, and then everyone went went on at her. And I just feel like, I just feel like you know what the fandom is like. You mean she could have educated and corrected her, yeah, in a better way. instead of yeah, because then everyone started piling on. I guess you could argue that that Jay as as a as a black person felt more personally Jay? offended. Shay. Oh, <laughs> felt more p- personally offended by that, perhaps. And so yeah. she just wanted to speak her mind on Twitter. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. But no, no. You yeah. know, I say, I say that, you know, you know, when you're always, whenever you hear drama, you always tell them, you know what you could have done is this. <laughs> but let's be honest, Bolo. <laughs> Had that been me, I probably would have done what Shay did. So I'm just trying to be righteous here. Yeah, call me out. I, I <laughs> said it. I said signaling. it. I'm virtue signaling. Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. But anyway, uh, India's left Twitter um, and off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. I this 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 kind of trouble seems to follow India around, which seems like a shame. She 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 she's a very talented performer, but she just she needs to kind of. I think she's best off off social media. Yeah, it doesn't do her any favors. Well, it's a double edged sword because social media is how they promote their business and how they get business and, I and think all she, of that. So I, I think she feel like she needs someone else to handle. 
her her social media like well, other people do she needs to be off twitter it's definitely not a good vehicle for her she's a fierce performer so she needs a more visual or video-y type format that's to it stick with instagram or tiktok India, fear, uh, people people that people need to remember that, like india is such a fierce aggressively amazing performer she's pr- yeah she is i mean that hair whip she i mean Tom, you know how you have to get like what, what do you call it? You cream. You have to whip it to make what? What do you? What do you what, whipped cream. Whipped cream. She <laughs> could do that in a second. Oh, she could. Put on a weave. Whip this cream. I. I, I mean, I need it now. She, she'll be on it. Like, I mean, she's amazing. She could induce seizures. Spelling. She's. <laughs> she's a moment. Um. Having said that. She, I think she does need to take a step back because she does say, obviously, things that are either ignorant or taken out of context. She doesn't really know how to use her her words effectively. So it's good for her to take a step back from social media, take a bit of time to reflect. Absolutely. Maybe think about the way she interacts with people sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm. I agree. I had my anyway. moment of being self-righteous and I'm really happy. Good. I'm really happy that I, I, I was I was that girl. Good. You signaled the virtue. Yeah. 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 Even though I absolutely would have done with shade. Done. <laughs> but I just wanted to make it look like I don't. Like, I'm, you know, like I'm a reasonable You're person. You're the modicum of self-restraint, aren't you? <laughs> We're in episode seven. Um, let's get into it. We we can see that last. I mean, last week. Okay, before we get on, actually, last week was the um, TRL. What verse do you remember? Because this will kind of show the impact of the verses and of each queen. Which verse are you have you replayed in your mind or are still singing today? Honestly, honestly, Viv and Evie. Sorry, mm-hmm. Titanic. Sorry, Titanic. Did you mean Titanic? Bo- no, both. Viv and Evie. Honestly, I agreed with her when. I've not revised that. I do think Shay and Monet were classically excellent performers and had great stage presence. I don't find their verses quite as memorable, though. Um, so I was happy Titanic. with Titanic. Uh, uh. Mm, mm, Titanic. I did keep on saying, and I know, I know this is a bit. Um, that was um Bob's. Yes. I kept on coming back to the fact that I didn't find the production on Titanic very early noughties. And I think that kind of put me off the whole team, and it wasn't their fault. Do you know what yeah. I mean? As people who lived the early noughties, mm. it's. um We were there. We could actually. Critique it accurately. We were in secondary school. No, I, I wasn't. You were, you were 12. In 2000? No, 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 no. In 2000, I was in my last year at what we call in New Zealand Intermediate. Are you sure? Yeah. So in, in New Zealand... It's a lie to our listeners. I'm, I, have nothing, I have no shame of my age. I am in my mid-30s and I'm to, happy. And, what's and, intermediate in New Zealand? So then? in New Zealand, there's three stages of schooling. There's primary, intermediate, mm-hmm. and then high school. So I don't, I, 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 don't, I can't even give you the equivalent for America or anywhere else because I don't know what your system. What, there what is. age is intermediate? Intermediate is like, well, how old was I in two thousand? Twelve. Well, there, there, I was twelve. Okay, because we go to secondary school from eleven onwards in the UK. Well, I think secondary school starts from twelve and upwards. But um, because okay, we're quibbling over details yeah, now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> like, you need to back it up. Like, you're really coming for me today. Like, I just thought like you're trying to lie about your age. That's all. I can, why would I lie about my age? I don't know. You tell Tom, me. You should be proud to be forty. You should be. <laughs> you are a good-looking forty-year-old, and um, you're amazing. It's gonna sound like Patsy from Abfab. I'm thirty-seven. 
<laughs> yeah, okay, those gotcha points. Okay, cool. So we've got there. So yeah, for me as well, the winners last week were rightfully chosen. It was Evie. Baby. Yeah. I'm a, I love you, maybe. Something, something, but something. Evie was fab last me. week. I really enjoyed that. Evie was, but so was um, uh, Vivian. Liv deserves extra props, and I've looked at it several times since that Dolly illusion she did with her makeup was fantastic. But also her performance was as great. Yeah. It was good. It was good. You know what it was? It was confident because we've seen her in girl challenges in the mm. past. For me, this is the first time I've seen an X Factor Vivian performance. Mm. I'll be very honest. I didn't see it in episode one. I'm gonna be honest. No, but we've spoken a few times. I didn't about see how it in she... episode one for this. Yeah. It was just I've in my opinion, she had you know uh, in, in the in the ranking of the from the the best verses to the least best verses she did have the least best verse for me and comparing it to her um what was the the uh season one want to break up yeah i want to <laughs> break up bye-bye. bye-bye yeah she was also she didn't have that, that, there, that was but she had it in the last week's performance. so Yeah, she definitely did. It was wonderful to see, but we've spoken a few times about how they've had a bit of a tentative start to the, or temporary, as Michelle Visage would say, start to the season. I mean, was I mean, she's making up for it. She is. So we've watched the first segment, haven't we? Shall we get into it? Yeah, let's okay. go. So the girls are back in the room. Um, <laughs> there's like a bit of tension for the first time, which is good TV. You know, it's been such a love-in so far, and I am enjoying the positive vibe of this season, but it's nice to have a little bit of spice thrown in. So um, they've jo- uh, blocked Jinx, and in Jinx walks. And Jinx, Jinx is a very good-natured person, and I think she does so many things with Jess, but she does say to Viv that she's a little bit annoyed. And what's Viv's response? Well, let's just give it a bit of context. She's annoyed because... It was a teens challenge yeah. last week, and Vivian chose to block Jinx, even though they were both in the same team. And you could even say that their team won. Yeah, but I guess what we we knew this was going to happen because Jinx blocked Viv first, didn't she? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Has, no, yeah. Vivian blocked Jinx first. Viv blocked Jinx. No, no, she said she would have, but she couldn't. Remember, in her last win, she won with Jinx. That's right. And she said she would have, but she couldn't. Um, Jinx has... Anyway, it's a whole back and forth. It's a whole back and forth. It's a seesaw. It's a merry-go-round. It's a swing set. Right? Continue. Okay. But, um, yeah, Viv, Viv says she just sees her as big competition and that kind of overrode the, the friendship of the challenge. Well, uh, you know what? Even though there's this drama between the two, the, them two, it still makes sense. What's been happening is that the people who are blocked, the ones who won the previous week, the only one who went against that was the Vivian when she blocked Monet mm-hmm. and spared Jada. But outside of that, everyone has blocked the previous winner. Yes. Slash certain rules by like, the people who have the most stars at that time and maybe haven't been blocked before. But Jinx is the first to be double blocked, right? Because Jinx won last week. So it yeah. kind of carries on with the whole, tr- the whole like theme of you blocked last week's winner because, you know, maybe yeah. they got a badge and they're doing well. So that's kind of where they're at. So there's been, there's nothing 
that is out of the ordinary in no. that case. However, it's the dialogue that's given this a bit more drama. I do also think like you've kind of got to block one of the girls who is a front runner has the most stars. In this case, it's going to be she couldn't block Evie because she was in the top with her. Jinx is an option and Jade was an option. And so she just has to choose between those two. The Viv says, you know, if you get blocked, for people who are blocked from now on, take it as a big compliment. It is. You know what? There's other ways to compliment me. <laughs> Viv was never very pleased with that Do, compliment. Yeah, I, there are other ways to compliment me. Mm-hmm. Do not block my chances of winning $200,000. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. I I take it personally. I, it's not a compliment for me. Um, don't try it. <laughs> it is nice to see Spicy Viv back, though. Spicy V. I mean, she tried to play it coy, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we were saying, we were saying, like, we didn't know this Vivian, and she has come back with a vengeance. The I'm vengeance, so happy to see it. A vengeance to the point where everyone's now calling her the villain. And it's just <laughs> like, no, this is just the Vivian. Uh, yeah. She's a, she's highly competitive. She's highly ambitious. There it is. And she wears, a, she wears a heart on her sleeve. She's not very good at concealing her emotions either. Yeah. So, you know, she, and she's very straight talking. If she's upset with you, she will air it there. And then she won't go and bitch about it behind your back. Yeah, exactly. She'll tell you. Do you know what I also remembered? Last week, how Jinx and Raja got two stars each. Raja giving her star to Evie. Mm -hmm. And Jinx giving her star to Jada. I have an issue with these. I don't know if I said it last week. But Evie, if I was in the competition, Evie has no stars. For me, Evie is right where I need her. I do not want to go up against Evie in the lip sync. Yes. Don't give her any stars. I don't care if that means giving someone else more than one star. (laughs) I would not give Evie a star. Have you seen what she does living the Vida Loca, the finale performance, the one with Brooklyn Heights? That Demi Lovato song. Yeah, a trained Brooklyn, a trained ballet dancer who did it professionally, professionally, and she was able to keep up. You do not want to lip sync against her. So, yeah, she's got no stars. Leave it that way. <laughs> you do make a very good point. I think a lot of the girls are thinking more about um, who they think will get more stars than yes. them to make it to the finale. As opposed rather than to... Who they do who they don't want to lip sync against. I've always said it. Like, like Jimbo for the last... The <laughs> UK versus UK the world. UK the world. Jimbo, after finding out that the, fun, the, the final part of the programming was programming, a lip sync, yeah. as soon as I knew that, I was, oh, Jimbo was never going to win. It's, it's correct. Any scenario that you draw, especially if Pangina had been in the finale with her. Say things had panned out and the, the real kind of front runners of the season, if you like, you know, had made it to the finale and it would have been like Jimbo, Janie, Pangina and somebody else. Um, you're completely correct. We saw Jimbo attempt to lip sync twice. That one where she was falling over and Pangina caught her. It's like, you know, when you go out with your girls and one girl's just too drunk Mm -hmm. and you keep having to like, you know, stop her from falling over. (laughs) It was, it was, it was like that. I felt like, I felt like, you know what? I have been Pangina. I have been that person holding my drunk friend up so the bouncers wouldn't kick us out. So the bartenders wouldn't tell the bouncers to take us out. I've been that person. so funny though. Like, Jimbo presumably hadn't had anything to drink at that point. She was literally, she wasn't even dancing. She was just walking and falling over. This is a sober girl. This is a sober girl. To be fair, she was wearing like 12 inch platforms and a face keeny. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I do, that's the thing. I I do, you don't want Evie and the Lala Peru's loving. Also, 
Jenks gave a star to Jada, mm-hmm. but Jada's the one who blocked Jenks from receiving a star that week. So Jenks could have had three by mm-hmm. now, but Jada's the reason she doesn't. And yet Jinx still gave the star to Jada, which for me further emphasizes how much she doesn't see Jada as a threat. Mm, it's interesting. It's interesting. When she framed it as giving one to her friend who's been a support system for her, you know, it's quite an unusual definition of friendship. I mean, whatever crap she could sum up in that moment to justify giving her the star. But I, we said it last week. Jada's response, I think, she knew what was intended there. I think Jada felt diminished by being given that star. I think she felt like she didn't see me as a threat. But she was also happy. Well, she's got a star, hasn't she? She's got yeah, two. Yeah, she, she <laughs> yeah. did. Um, so I think that's the drama that's happening it's that we're seeing in Reveling. It's the drama. It's the whole drama between basically the Vivian and Jinx. Good TV. Good TV. Good TV. The next day we come in, we find out that they are going to be for the Maxi Challenge. It's a sewing challenge. It is the it's, second one of the season. It's a fashion challenge. But it's not a full-on ball this time. It is just a focused construction challenge. Now, do you have the rules in front of you? Can you talk us through them? Mm, well, basically, the next challenge is they, they need to recreate, use as inspiration, mm-hmm. one of RuPaul's iconic looks. Yeah. However, the looks are given. So there's eight looks that are given to the queens, mm-hmm. and they are each going to be assigned a look yes based on um who choose the person who chooses first is the vivian yeah and what rue says is take it as inspiration yeah. so what i'm getting from that is use it as a starting point but i don't want to copy and i want it to be you i want it to be represent your style but to be inspired by this so i mean it is kind of reminiscent in some ways of the rupaul ball off uk versus the world isn't it Yes. Um, in the sense that they had to construct a look that Rue would wear. But in this case, it's slightly different. It's inspired by a look that Rue has worn. Um, I think it's worth mentioning at this point, many of these looks have been created by Zoldi, who has done uh, most, if not all, of Rue's looks since she's been on the show and has been collaborating with Rue for decades. Um, I think I kind of... I'm guilty of this. We don't talk enough about how talented and amazing Zoldi is. Um, They've um, collaborated with... They used to collaborate with Matthew Anderson a lot. So they were a real dream team styling Rue up until, well, when did Matthew leave? Beginning of season nine. Um, Proper dream team. They used to be club kids together. Zoldi has um, modeled on the runway for Mugler and uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier. And has designed for um, Gaga's Monster Ball tour, um, Britney's Femme Fatale tour, um, just like an amazing CV and um, just produces um, looks that are just perfect for Rue. Like, I can't imagine anybody else working with Rue long term, could you? Like, so, so, so pivotal in shaping Rue's look and persona. Yeah. Not perso- well, visual persona, let's say. Yeah. Yeah, but boy. RuPaul has been defined by her fashion mm-hmm. and her look. Mm-hmm. So Zaldi and Math- Matthew Anderson, Matthew Anderson, yeah, have base are basically the masterminds behind um, um, the model. Amazing, yeah. Their I think their contribution to the success of RuPaul's Drag Race and um, Ru's look is kind of overlooked. 
both of them, actually. Even by Rue. Even by Rue. It's very sad, the falling out that happened with Matthew. So we don't know the full details, but we do know that Matthew walked out at the beginning of season nine. That's why Rue wasn't in drag for the first episode, the Gaga one. What was she in? <gasps> That's right, she was in boy drag. Yeah, she didn't get in drag until um, episode two when Raven was called in as an emergency. It was clear Raven hadn't quite mastered Rue's mug at that point. She has finessed it over the over the years. And I will say Raven's doing an amazing job nowadays. Mm. But it took a few episodes, if not a couple of seasons, um, to get that right. But who can live up to Matthew, you know? Because uh, Matthew's doing hair and makeup. Uh, if, if anybody is, is unaware of Matthew's like work as an artist as well, please just check out... He, he doesn't have an Instagram page because he's not active on social media anymore. But certainly the the images are all over um, Google. Just like so artistic and creative and really an inspiration to many queens. Um, I don't know what's going on with Matthew nowadays and I wouldn't really like to speculate. But Willem has said that Matthew hasn't been well um, and he's certainly retreated from public life. Um, but uh, send him all the love in the world. Like, what an amazing creative. This week is about fashion. So um, you're not really needed today. No. Um, uh, shall I... Tom, shall I just you go... want to just top me up? Yeah. Top, top shall I just... Um, you'll take the... I'll be speaking fashion today. I know her <laughs> yes. very well. Um, do you know... Do you know... Do you, do you know Gianni Versace? <laughs> do you? I'm sorry, Naomi, but do you know Gianni Versace? So let me just talk about the order. So they were given eight locks. And then the first to choose was the Vivian. The Vivian chose that golden bow. What I remember was that, that one? well. It was from the Despi Awards. The Despi Awards It was one. a gold lame, beautiful look with the sort of Louis Vuitton um, yeah. bunny ears. We'll talk more about the locks when we look at the fashion. Okay. Yeah, because we're going to go for the runways. We'll see. You can make up the comparisons. Then, tr- then Vivian chose the Trinity. The Trinity chose that season eight look. Um, yeah, so that was the, the, blue. the promo when it the was promo. The, the 60s salon yeah. theme. We got Monet who chose the face kini. Now, the face kini <laughs> is um, actually iconic. It's the one that she wore when Monet did the whole, oh, 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 a, na, na, yeah. na, na, a little, the lip sync against... Um, Dusty uh, Ray. Dots. Yeah, Dusty, Dusty Ray. Ray. So it was on theme because it's the last ball on earth and it was um, space themed. Yeah. So Rue looked like an alien, but... The fact is, Rue actually had a really bad cold or allergies that week and couldn't wear makeup, and that's why she had the face keeny. Ah, okay. Yeah. Then Monet chose Shay. Shay chose that leopardy, printy, the really, pink. really beautiful full-length gown with the oversized pink leopard print. I love that one. What Forget what? which episode. Oh, Sugar Ball. The Sugar Ball. Mm-hmm. And then Shay chose Jada. Yes. And Jada is doing their golden... From a, some sort of tribute to Diana Ross performance, which I actually wasn't familiar with. I've not seen that look before. Talking about Diana Ross, Tom. Um, so she's had a, a concert recently. Mm. And um, I've been seeing on TikTok that that girl, I, Diana Ross is a legacy, a queen, an icon. She's the moment. Mm. And this is me, this is me, a, a non-famous, non, um, you know, I, I'm not on her level and I want to put that out there <laughs> right now. I'm not on, I will you never, are not on her level. I will never be on her level I, in terms of singing I think singing it's okay. None, and of, iconic. none of us claim to be on Diana Ross's level. That's Good. okay. That's a well, given. Well, you, know, you know, I met you in other ways, just, just not in reputation. 
girl it was it was it was really it just it wasn't the di- it wasn't the sound mm-hmm. of Diana Ross that I remember falling in love with or listening to and it wasn't even like you know as queens as as artists as like Celine Dion when I listen to Celine Dion concerts now I love Celine Dion but she's not singing the same songs in the same key I'll be honest she's not holding the notes that she used to be when she was a bit younger I'll be honest but it's still beautiful and she still has that you know she still she still got it and mm. the, the same as um as other divas that are like what I carry yeah. she doesn't sound the way she used to sound no but, um she lip syncs her life away she could give any drag queen a run for her money <laughs> My, Monet, hold on, hold on to your money, girl. <laughs> she's, she's coming for your ones. But when she does sing, and you know, Mariah Carey, she still kind of got it. But you, you live, you live in that fantasy, you know. After, no, that's the name of her album, and that's kind of the. I, I want to very com- good, very I good. I want to yes. compare Mariah Carey to Diana Ross <laughs> in the sense that Diana Ross was like Mariah Carey. It's like it just wasn't there. The sound wasn't there. It, but you know what? But I, I did love her beauty. I loved her grace. I just loved seeing her, uh, a lady in, in you know, her older years, just hmm. grace the stage. And for that, I think it's, it's amazing. I love it. I, love I think, it. Um, obviously, I'm not a vocal coach, believe it or not. Um, <gasps> not, not accredited anyway. But um, I think um, the way that women... Um, I kind of have to sing um, as the vo- as everybody's voice ages, man or woman. You kind of go down a register, don't you? And it's harder. You have less vocal dexterity. And it's harder to hit high mm. notes. Mm. I think that's more forgiving to male singers than it is to female singers. Oh, absolutely. Mm. The thing is, people—it's the muscle. The, the, the vocal cords are a muscle, mm-hmm. and as you grow older, your muscles—they atrophy. They're not as strong. They Good get, Lord. you know, that they—they change, and so does your voice. So does yeah. your voice. I mean, you probably are wondering why my vo- my voice, since you know, if for those loyal listeners who've mm-hmm. been listening since day one, yeah. you hear my voice back then. I'm I sound like Tom. I'm I'm in soprano, but You've now, gone down but now here I stand in front of you. A bass, basso profundo. Yes, as a a as a, a, a te- and you know as, as a deep bass, and people <laughs> probably think that we've changed hosts, but no, this I is know, me. Yeah. I'm still that same person. It's amazing. I have not changed because you're becoming a daddy. It's just that's what's going on. <laughs> that's what it is. I knew I was old when someone on Grinder called me daddy. Oh lord, that's when I knew I was old. I was 27. <laughs> Mother trucker, I was bloody 27 and, and someone was like, oh, hey, daddy. And I was like, Exc- excuse your mouth. Excuse your mouth. Excuse you. I'm a twunk. <laughs> I am a twunk. I've not okay? had the opportunity to evolve into a daddy yet. So the nerve. give me a moment. The nerve. How did I was, I was, I think I was young calling me daddy how very dare they i mean the disrespect these young ones these days these, these young these children young these pups, days these twinks the stories anyway the stories <laughs> moving on so, well, how do, so what are Jay, we talking about <laughs> jada's doing a brew at a diana ross concert but it does look like a somewhat miss ross inspired look as well is it gold she look, chose it? evie Yes. Guaf, yeah. She's Evie. Evie got the supermodel look. I would, I that's what I would have wanted. That's the most iconic. I think you can have so much fun with that because it is proper iconic. Like the tool and the bustier and the red and just the the kind of whole kind of 90s glamour and fun of it. and The motion of that on the runway. Like I'm a sucker for tool. 
I would I would just get as much red tool as possible and just create this giant puffball train. Oh, I would have rock him secure tool. Oh, absolutely, up. I'd have stapled it to every bit I, of my body. Yeah, I would have. I would have had tool coming out of me. I would have been a walking loafer. I would have been walking. You know, put put a bit of put a bit of dishwashing liquid Absolutely. on me. I would have cleaned. I would have mopped up that. You could have cleaned a car. Yeah, that about even spin around or clean a car. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then what? Who was left but Jinx and Raja? Then they, then Evie chose Jinx, who chose the down under lock, the promo lock, and then Raja was left with that white ripped. That's the season eight promo lock. Oh, season eight promo lock. What did Trinity do then? Oh, sorry. Season seven promo look. Season, okay. All the girls were like in white and like bodycon and denim and stuff. Is it strategic that they left Raja Definitely. to be the last? Definitely. Because we've we've said it since that episode. Raja probably should have been in the top two of that episode. Her, San, her bad Sandy, John Waters, was not so weak as to detract from that amazing Pepe La Beja, Schiaparelli confection that she created. Yeah. Um, so they should fear Raja. They said, well, who do we feel are going to do well this week? I think we're going to both see the same people. It's going to be Raja. Uh-huh. It's going to be Jada. It's going to be Trinity. It's going to be Shay. Raja and Jada are a good bet because they've got such a good blend of creativity and what? skill. And Trinity. Trinity. I, I'm not counting her out. I'm not counting her out. What I'm saying about Trinity is that she does great for me. For me. Um, sometimes you're right. You're right. We didn't put it on our top, did we? What what she creates doesn't always match my taste, but that's just my taste. It's I've probably got bad taste. Trinity is a, a drag queen. She's a drag, drag, drag queen. She loves to add, 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 and that's fantastic for a drag queen. But um, I like the extra little bit of restraint and finesse, perhaps that queens like Jada and Raja put in. Okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. Who who are you not betting on this episode? I mean, Jinx, obviously. Jinx. Um, let's not count out Viv because she actually made a gorgeous dress. And she made a proper dress. That blue one. Yes. Was stunning. Right? Sort of sky blue, silky, fitted her beautifully. Shay's a great designer. Um, what did she make for the ball? can't remember what colour she had now. I... Don't remember. Hmm. She can make great things, though. It was just off the top of my head, the um, backyard ball in... Um... Oh, she made a bridal look in white. Oh, She yeah. looked beautiful. It was a great dress. It was well, a great dress. But we'd seen it. Monet has improved since her original season because her kind of um, Emerald City look was competent. More than competent, she looked good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Evie. Evie had like three construction challenges in her season. One was excellent. The other two we've spoken about were okay. So she's not reliable when it comes to creating a good garment. And I wasn't the biggest fan of what she made in the the pink item. Oh, no, that was the worst thing on the the runway, let's be honest. I wasn't the biggest fan. Mm. I think Evie, because she's so out there, her concepts can either like really, really fly and look amazing. Because I think she made a lot of what she brought on um, season 11 as well. Like I remember her pink jellyfish look and the orange look, which is so creative and amazing. Mm. Um, it's just whether it, it to, to me, it's just whether it's Evie's day or not. 
Look, before we even move on a bit, yeah. looking at the Queens now, getting the feel that we are feeling from them, who is the winner this season? Oh, the, the whole winner? Yeah. Well, okay. Who are the top four going to the Lip Sync Lollapalooza? Jinx. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we both agree Jinx is up there. Trinity. Who, yes. I just feel like Monet is going to have some sort of late surge. I just feel it in my waters. Okay. I really want to see Viv though. I would put the Viv above Monet. Mm. Um, the Viv has a color instinct that is just you know when you when you when you watch a competition and there's that one person that you know was there, mm-hmm. um, th- the one person who's wrenched you the next day. Yeah, that's what I'm getting from the Viv now. <laughs> she is, you know, she was polite, but now she's like, okay. My wrench, Jew. I need to win this, <laughs> and I, I and I'm feeling that from the Vivian. She's got so, the color instinct. She's got the color instinct. So for me, I'm gonna say it's definitely gonna be. I think Trinity. Trinity is just there's certain queens who have flourished and proved themselves so much since this season. Mm. I feel like Trinity is that queen. Yeah, Trinity in season nine for me was. I mean, she was good, but I didn't rate her that well. But then in All Stars, when you start, when I started to see more of her and her drag, I was like, holy crap. She's a, she is she amazing. Her. She's amazing. And mm-hmm. she's someone that's grown mm-hmm. since her original season. She has grown for me. And, and even in this current season, Trinity is just becoming more and more of a force. Mm-hmm. I Now, when I compare it to Shay, Shay Coulee was a force she's in season nine. Season she nine. was a power season nine. She was a force. I have not seen that same level of ugh, yeah, power, yeah. the same level of, you know, drag, color, instinct, excellence, whatever it is. I haven't <laughs> seen that since season nine. And I'm, I, I want I want that Shay back. If you'd asked me at the beginning of the season who I saw in the top four, Shay would have been a sure bet. Um, unfortunately, I've seen her fade into the background a little bit over the past few episodes. She could have a late surge, but we'll see. Thing is, yeah, you know, based on likelihood, it's the girls with two stars who are most likely to be in the top four at this rate. So that's Jada and um, Evie, but we seem to be counting them out. For me, the top four are Trinity, Jinx, um, the Vivian, and if I have to choose another one, first of all, everyone is really good, but those three are the three who are just standing out to me so much at the moment. I guess we're thinking, you know, hedging our bets, girls who we think could be getting a star this episode. Ajayda and um, Raja and Trinity, um, that would push Raja and Trinity into two-star status, but it would push Jada into three-star status, which would make her a shoe-in. Because I think we've got three episodes left after this. That would make her a shoe-in for the finale. Anybody who gets three stars is there. Yeah. That's that's the number you're going for. That's the yeah. number you're going for. Okay. Shall we shall we continue watching this this program thing? Oh, if you want. See, see what else yeah, they got to give? Maybe. Yeah. Meh. Oh. Look, we're here at the runway. We're here at the runway. We front row um, tickets. Have seen that well, we're going to see the the creations yes. of all these queens, what they've made, uh-huh. what they're given. 
And we're going to start with the Evie Oddly. Talk to me. The Evie Oddly. The Evie Oddly. Um, so what Evie has done, and she talked through it with Rue. We're going to, you know, we're going to talk through a couple of the workroom details as we talk about the look. She's created these. I mean, she describes it as her karma pant silhouette. Great drawing on that Japanese reference. I always think of like a palazzo pant. I, I always think of them as somewhat similar things. Love the movement. Love the iridescence in the fabric. I love the bright orange that she's taken from the bodice. She's kind of inverted the silhouette um, and created the volume at the top rather than at the bottom and created what I'd call like a big tool sort of bolero. Um, mm. And she's preserved the bodice silhouette in the middle. I feel like she's given it like a real... What the word that springs to mind is like eclectic. I see kind of like elements of kind of like Japanese Harajuku style. I see elements of kind of nineties hip hop style. I could see Lil Kim wearing this. What do you think? Hmm. I love the hair. I think that's very nineties R and B and hip hop. Yeah, I think Lil Kim has worn that hair. I I just think those kind of harem pants. Um, the color is very orange. It's orange. It's orange. <laughs> I, it's best described and as the blonde orange. hair is quite blonde. It's blonde hair. Mm. There is a pink. Yeah. Um, there's a there's pink tips there. Take notes, everyone. Um, yeah. this is how you critique. Violet. Uh, Violet in Gottmik. Uh, this is <laughs> this is how it's done. Okay. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe you wouldn't have pulled it onto Wow Presents Plus and off YouTube if you'd had these. Critiques. I mean, if if you don't know fashion, then you don't deserve fashion. I mean, did you hear they um? It's no longer on YouTube. Yeah. So everyone, fashion photo review is not on YouTube anymore. Not that I don't really watch it. Not. No, I mean, it pops season. up on my feed, so I'm aware that it's there. And I, we did watch it that week with all the controversy, obviously, after we'd recorded the podcast. Um, it's, it's, there's a really good um, little uh, segment from one of the Roscoe's um, viewing parties where Naisha and the other hostess, sorry, her name escapes me at the moment, um, spilled that Violet was there having a conversation with Wow on the phone and saying, you need to pull them or I'm quitting drag. That's how it was phrased. No, I think she, I th- what I think she said is she wants a pulled that all of the comments and the hate that she was getting made her want to quit drag. Okay. And that kind of shocked me because I thought that Violet Tchotchke's brand was, was being yep. unapologetic. Yep. Was this is who I am and, you know, I don't really care. And well, I, so for her to actually have given in to that, I was like, oh, okay, I, I, maybe I don't know your brand. I would have expected, I completely agree with you, I would have expected Violet to be, it's interesting, Got Mick hasn't entered the conversation, it's more about Violet. Anyway, um, however, she's a human being and her she felt a bit overwhelmed by it and that's what's happened. Yeah. Yeah. I guess though, kind of like, if you want to put strong opinions out into the world, they kind of come back to you. But still, this fan base could be so rabid and hateful that I I don't blame Violet for having that emotional reaction well, at all. the drag queens to each other. Let's, let's be real. The thing is, the queens, the queens seem to be having bants with her. Like Monet and Raj were like, ha 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 ha. Mm. You know, anyway. Yeah. Don't, anyway. Don't throw any kind of crumb for any trolls to pick up in and make... The trolls are always hungry. Exactly. Don't feed uh, them. 
So, um, so here we are. So, what we're trying to say is that it's not easy it's doing what we do, everyone. It's not easy. Being it's, not, it's not easy. It's not easy, Charlene. No, it's not easy. It's not easy. You'd hear us pulling it from Spotify, <laughs> pulling it from the pod- Apple Podcast. No, we fight. We fight through it. But the spite, the spite. Yeah, all the hate we get. We get our fair share. We get we, our fair We don't shit. get hate only from Hell of a Day. <laughs> Hell of a Day is not a friend of the pod. It's not a friend of the pod. <laughs> um, she's no friend of ours either. <laughs> and I would say it to her face if I ever see her. When we see her. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to I will ask for a sing-off. I will ask for a choreography off. I'm like, give me an eight count. Let's go. I would do it. I would be like, someone give us an eight count. I'm ready. I'm here this for This bitch it. is trying me. I'm here She's for trying it. the podcast. I will I'm here to defend the podcast. Throwing... Five pound notes, well, not five pound notes, one pound coins in your direction. No, 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 five pound notes at me, one pound coins at her face. <laughs> no. Thank you. No, we're anyway. just joking. We don't ever care. We ain't no hate. We're, we're playing around, we're playing around, being uh, silly. Ella's fantastically talented, but um, yeah. But she's she got didn't, her didn't like what we had to say on the pod. But there we go. She's entitled to her feelings. Um, on to, back to Evie. <laughs> <laughs> back to Evie. Evie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ella has got a really bad reputation on social media. <laughs> we're coming. We're not dropping this, are we? Um, she, there's been a little bit of a backlash lately. A few people have said she's been a bit haughty. A bit haughty. Yeah, she's got a reputation for being a bitch. A bitch. Uh, a bitch. A bitch. Um, I don't know. Whereas we're just we weren't there. Sometimes relaxed. these things get blown out of proportion. But if you approach us on the street, we'll um we'll have a cocktail with you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I would. I would have a drink with anyone. Oh my gosh, we have so many people who love uh, lovely, lovely people who send us messages. Happily, have I a would. I would happily have a drink with anyone. That's yeah. the, the best best way to go. Tom, let's just we went on tangent. Can you stop going off topic, please? Can we just focus, Tom? Is that okay <laughs> with you? Whatever you think of the colour scheme, I think this is very bright. I think it's really vivid. What I think is important is I think those trousers, I'm not an expert, I'm not seamstress. I think they look well made. I think the fit looks nice. Um, If I had one bit of feedback, I'd have liked more volume in the sleeves. I would have liked it to be a giant big puff ball, but that's just me. I love tool on tool on tool. I like the look. I like it a lot. I think she's done a good job. I like this look. I think Evie did a very good job. There yeah. I said it, Tom. There we go. There she's, I spoke. And on a fashion episode, I spoke. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I, I know this is not. You're not you used can, to this. You can tone it down going forward. Um, what interested me as well when uh, Rue, I loved the little tidbits that Rue was um, giving us in the workroom. Um, the original silhouette of the supermodel dress was Versace inspired, but then it came full circle when they actually made a version of it. So I'm going to be googling that afterwards. I didn't know it. Next up, we have the Vivian. I like this an awful lot. Now, what I keep on thinking to myself now, and what I'm going to think going forward, is would would I expect the Queen to wear this? Do you know what I mean? Does it look like something she would wear anyway, just inspired by Rue's look? And to me, this Viv wore a lame dress on season one mm-hmm. for the Day at the Races look. Now, to me, this is very, very evocative of a Met Gala look that Madonna wore. Oh. Um, uh, Marc Jacobs for Louis Vuitton. 2009, I want to say. Um, Madonna was doing the Met Gala before everybody was assessed with it, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. And she was doing it with style. Um, it was a very... What Madonna wore was kind of very similar silhouette, kind of like a ruffled bottom, corseted... Um, 
sort of flared neckline and the classic sort of Louis Vuitton bunny ears, but hers was in like a deep jade green. And I, I think, I think Viv with the hair and the, the styling and everything thought like, oh, okay, well, Rue was wearing those Louis Vuitton ears in, in the original. I'm going to combine it with this Madonna Met Gala look, but give it a Viv twist. That's what I think. I thought the bottom half of Vivian's outfit was very reminiscent of Serena Charcha's entry look. Her original entrance look? Yeah. What was she wearing? I can't remember what that was. Doesn't the, the bottom of that show you? Kind of like, kind of see what it was like. To me, that's quite Vivian Westwood as well. Oh, just maybe the maybe Serena Charcha was very Vivian Westwood. <laughs> maybe. That's what it was. I want to say that I, I really, <laughs> I think this looks really good. Yeah. I would have thought this is the look that she brought with her. Um, it doesn't look yes. homemade. It looks incredibly so, well made. saying that, I think Vivian nailed this look. Viv's a great seamstress. She's got a great sense of style. And her makeup is just on point. This is lovely classic Viv makeup. She's not doing an illusion this week. She's just... Viv, this is very good. So good. This is very good. The Props. Very, very good. Shea Coulee. Now, Shea struggled in the workroom, but I like this a lot. I really, really like it. Um, now, she spent a lot of time um, hand creating this pattern, which she deserves props for, because it looks incredibly similar to the original Rue one. But then she had to make so many separate pieces, but it looks so good. Now, the kind of high-waisted kind of leggings and bustier look is a bit kind of 50s, a bit bad sandy, that kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But to me, and I know that Shay is a fan of this designer, it's very Richard Quinn. Uh, I couldn't tell you which collection off the top of my head, but it's hap- I think he's done it a few times. These kind of, well, face keenies in kind of like some situations and masks, but very much like a headscarf with a vivid print kind of thing. And Cardi B loves Richard Quinn and is often seen wearing Richard Quinn like during Fashion Week and stuff. And again, this gives me like Cardi B in Richard Quinn. Because she's giving it that that twist, that like attitude. Season eight. Mm-hmm. Who, um, who was the double chante? The the double sachet. Yeah. Sorry, um, sachet. Dax exclamation point. Layla McQueen. Layla, do you remember when Layla on the the challenge when she made the amazing jacket, but the bottom the yeah. bottom half was bottom half was a bit forgotten. Okay. I feel like Shay did the same. I think for Shay gave so much emphasis to the top part, which is amazing. Really then, good. I love it. But then the bottom part, it just looks like I ran out of time. I just got fabric in my pants. I say as though making pants is easy. <laughs> like, for, I forget, everyone, you have to know this. I can't touch it. I don't know, sewing. I, I couldn't sew anything. Really? But I'm just, you know, I'm just speaking as though I, I am. I can't. What I would say is, I see where you're coming from, but I respectfully disagree. I think if she added more to the bottom, it would have been too busy. And I like, I do sometimes criticize other girls for it. But like, in this case, it works for me. The interest up at the top with the simplicity at the bottom. Well, she looks like a beautiful flower. And there's like this Thelma and Louise vibe as well. Okay. I, I I really, really like this. This really satisfies me. All right. Well, fuck my opinions, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry for speaking. <laughs> sorry I'm here. No, that's okay. You're, you're excused. We've got Trinity the Tuck with the Blue Season 8 promo look. Why don't you go first on this one? Okay. Uh, as she's walking down, I like it. 
I love the color. The color's true. She's got the bow, but she kept true. Yeah. I wish that the middle came in a bit more, a bit more cinched. I noticed so that, that we as noticed well. that the yeah. the bow because I didn't realize there was a bow there until I zoomed in. Mm. I really feel that she could have cinched more into the bow, so that the bow was kind of where the cinch met to create that real dance in the yeah. silhouette because it is like a trumpety mermaid fit and flare. That's what I would have liked. I. I love that it's got a lot of fabric in the bottom. It's a very good look. I fully agree. Like, I I, I, I appreciate what you said about the waistline. It just could have been... It's probably just the bow bulking it out a little bit. Um, it's kind of like an updated Cinderella story, isn't it? It's very Cinderella blue. Um, very kind of like bath time baby it blue. Is. Um, I think she looks beautiful. I think it looks incredibly well made, you know, given my lack of knowledge about sewing. But this this took a lot of work. The embellishments, the the fit of the dress, and then the the flare of the trumpet. So good. I mean, this could be like a Zach Posen dress or something. Trinity deserves a title. This is really, really good. This but she, but she's just really, really good. This is very high quality so far. This room. I've just thought more and more of Trinity since after her season. Mm. I really have. She really is someone who I feel her whole life is drag. Her obsession and her her respect and her love for drag. It really shows. She's. She's just a true... She lives and breathes it, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she is. There's someone... You she... know what I was saying earlier as well about like Trinity's ethos is kind of like overstated glamour. It's like accessories upon items, upon embellishment. In this case, it works. And it's almost like she did take one little step back and did, did a bit of a Chanel thing and took off the last thing rather than her red look from a couple of weeks ago. Next up, we've got Raja. So Raja comes out, I mean, she was when she was discussing with Rue, she spoke about a kind of like Tina Turner in Mad Max Thunderdome kind of silhouette as a inspiration. And she was distressing a lot of white fabric. And it's created a garment that's got a lot of points of interest, a lot of movement. Um, ultimately, I think, unfortunately, it swallows her shape a little bit. Um, the She said she was taking a risk with the shoulder detail and again i'm not sure if that's i've just got high expectations for raja and is this garment hasn't quite met my expectations it hasn't i and i'm not gonna apologize i've already said that i ain't no fashionista so i'm <laughs> gonna speak from ignorance okay <laughs> okay speak truth, just call please. me candy muse i'm ignorant <laughs> um i don't see the i don't think i don't like it i don't like it i don't I, like it i'm I, sorry i'm I sorry i can see that but who am i who am i yeah i'm not 100 percent convinced raj is happy with the outcome she's modeling the hell out of it her makeup is oh she beautiful. is selling her 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 makeup is really, really gorgeous this week. I love this makeup on. I like the the kind of beaded headband. I like the high pony. I'd, I think it'd work a lot better if she took the big shoulder thing away, to be honest. And if there was a bit of the fabric was taken away so I could see her waist. Or if she just went, full on, went the other way, like full on volume, just like... Um, kind of fabric on top of fabric on top of fabric just to create this big voluminous moving kind of like mini moo moo kind of thing 
Um, a little bit, f- from my point of view, a little bit disappointing because I have such high expectations of Raja. That's it. Yeah, it, it looks like her alpha was put through a paper shredder and she still wore it. And when you compare this to her gold look, it's, it's just not on the same level. Uh, do you remember um, Envy Peru's, uh, what was her promo look where she had that kind of like Saturn, those rings around her head, that uh, look? Was it inspired by Gaga? So Yeah, something like that. I felt mm. like she tried to do something like that over her shoulders, but it just looks like it was like, you know, when like, you know what? It looks like the outfit was, um, you know, when you get an item and it's been manhandled mm. in the box and you bring it out and it's like, oh, it's damaged. That's what I feel like it is. This, this, unfortunately, it looks handmade where some of the outfits so far, I haven't look seen that. They look made. really good. Which is, again, an unfortunate contrast for Raja. Oh, this is Raja. This yeah. is Raja. She's, you know, she she is fashion. She, she is fashion. fashion. She is an icon and that will never change. So am I wrong? Am I just not seeing that it's fashion and then like three years down the line, everyone's going to be like, oh, people didn't know it back then, but this is fashion. I and then we look like, like idiots. Is I, this I don't moment? know. I'm happy to look like an idiot. It's my opinion. Okay. All, all the looks that Raj has ever made, this is my least favourite. Today, on the 24th of June, 2022, mm-hmm. our opinion on this piece is, it's not nice. Of the six looks that I've known her to make, this is my sixth favourite. Yeah. <laughs> so pol- yeah. polite. <laughs> Let's just move on to Jinx Monsoon. This is exactly what I expected from Jinx Monsoon. Do you know what? For Jinx, this isn't bad. She's so cute, isn't she? Isn't it funny how we hold people to different standards, but that's just the way things are? Tom, let's be honest. I think this is better than Raja's. I think it probably is. <laughs> I think Jinx is being true to her character. This is very Jinx Monsoon. Um, she almost looks like a young Mae West with the ironed lip makeup. Do you see that with like the pinched quality with the lips and the smoky eyes and the the big blonde hair? And it's, it's got like this Siegfeld Follies um, kind of show pony quality to it. Um, I, If I were to make an alteration, I would take away the asymmetry. I'd put the bustle on the back and I'd get rid of that one sleeve and that one legging. Um, I think that would overall create a prettier effect because she's put a lot of detail in the bodice, actually. There's fringe, there's sequins. Um, I think she did the old um, Stay Slay Matthews, make it couture, make it asymmetrical. Do you know that that game where you have to like pin the tail on the pinata, uh, on the donkey? Mm-hmm. I feel like she's just pinned some of these pieces <laughs> in the wrong place. It could have been a great outfit, but she just put some things like the tool in the wrong places. Uh, and but you know, I think that it's very jinx. It's very jinx. And do you know what? She looks like she's really happy with it. So and she's happy that there are her. no bottoms and no one goes home. So, yeah, so blessed be Jada Essence Hall coming out looking like one of the dream girls. Oh, so coming out looking like impression. one of the muses in Hercules. Oh, very good, very good. Yeah, I agree with you. She looks like a million dollars. But again, it feels true to Jada. This is something Jada would wear. Um, I completely agree. Very dream girls, very like Bob Mackie for the Supremes. So she's got that Diana Ross vibe that's in keeping with the original. Um, I think this is great. I love the big pageant hair, the stole. Um, 
I would like to see her holding it around her a bit more, maybe. But that's just that's just a minor thing. The dress itself is really, really pretty. She worked with an incredibly difficult fabric. The cutouts make it feel modern as well. It's gorgeous. Really, really good. Oh, it reminds me a bit of that um, Marilyn Monroe dress as well, that gold Marilyn Monroe. The one that Kim Kardashian ruined? <sighs> the one that she destroyed, apparently. Um, no, I forget what event she wore it at, but it's like a deep... Oh, no, it's a film, I think. I forget which movie. Very deep V gold dress. It's a great look. I love it. Now, my next change, I like... she got the face cleaning. I like this I look. really like this look. <laughs> this is great. And do you know why? I'm a sucker for a Lee Bowery reference, and this reeks of Lee Bowery. Lee Bowery loved a, we call them face keenies nowadays. I don't know what they were called back then, really, but he loved like a face mask with like a garish print, often florals, but I'm sure he could have gone for this Jackson Pollock kind of rave print as well. Um, this is true to Monet, if you ask me, because Monet wore almost exclusively cat suits on season uh, 10, didn't she? Uh, she loved a four way stretch. I think she's done a great job. I think this, this is very this is good. Great. Very club kid, very Lee Bowery. Um, got that New York feel to it as well because the club kiddiness. Yeah, very acid trip. Yeah, this is an acid trip I'd like to go on, actually. And she made the hat. Lead the way, Monet. She made the hat, Tom. She made that hat. I really like this look. It's so fun. Overall, okay. incredibly high quality runway. I think now is the time for me to ask who are you? Who are the top two? Who are the winners this week? Oh, can I tell you who my tops, my top four is maybe? But then narrow it down to two. Tom. Well, I'll try and shave it down. Let me just start with my top four, okay? Viv, Shay, Trinity, Jada, and Monet. <laughs> They're my top five, okay? But let me just break it down a little bit more and think of like talent and construction and stuff. I think Shay's up there. This is Shay's week. I'm really enamored with Shay's look. And I really love what Viv has done as well. Why does it look like Shay? There's even a neck in this photo that we're looking at. There's a lot of detail up top and she's got a headscarf on. Oh, that's yeah. why. Okay. Um, Thank you. Okay. Look, my favorite looks are the Vivians, mm-hmm. Trinities, Jada and Monet. It's so fun. fine. I'm happy. We're on the same page. You just don't like Shays as much as I like Shays. That's fine, though. No. Um, I think <laughs> that my... If I had to choose a top two, it would be... Uh, it would be... Oh, it's so unf- okay. Um, look, look. I'm just going to say it. Okay? Mm-hmm. I I like the Vivians, the Trinities, and Monets. The Trinities and the Monets. Okay. I'm, I hope I'm not speaking of bias here. Um, I'm going to put Viv up there because I really like it and it's very reminiscent of Madonna. Um, I love Shay's. I'm putting her up there. I'm putting her in my... T- I think Viv and Shay. I'll be perfectly happy if, especially Trinity, she's like just edged out for me, but she could be in the top two. Um, same with Jada. She looks gorgeous. Um, You're just going through everyone and just complimenting them, Tom. I'm asking for names. Why do I yell? Because you hate me. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm trying to ask you something specific and you're just being too kind. I, no, I'm not being too kind. I just like them a lot. I like them. So sue me. Sue me. Sue me. Um, yeah, my top two, um, Shay and either Viv or Trinity. There we go. Okay, well, top three is fine. So you're saying Shay, Trinity and Viv. Yeah. I'm saying Trinity, Viv and Monet because I think it's so fun. Mm-hmm. 
So the top two this week is Jada Essence Hall yes. and Trinity the Tuck. Uh, do you agree? Not mad about it at all. They were among my favorite looks. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just liked a lot of looks this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I ain't mad. I no, ain't not mad. at all. Like, I basically had a top five, would have been happy with any Jada is of officially that. the front runner. She's got three stars. And Trinity now has two. She's got two stars. So Jade, but Jade is basically the front runner. Jade, now let's talk about the Jade is the, definitely in the finale now. Let's talk about the lip sync between Jada and Trinity. I have I have given my opinions about uh, the way that Trinity has been lip syncing lately, haven't I? I've been saying that I'm not a big fan of her doing this whole f- comedy Comedic. thing because mm. it didn't feel natural or it just didn't feel mm. it just wasn't good with her. And I told her, I've been missing that, you know, finale um, stronger, Brittany stronger. Yes. I've been missing that the, well, um, the fight with I, I her wanna, and Charlie I want to go. That was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I've been missing. I, th- I think that suits her more. And I'm telling you, as I was watching this li- as I was watching this lip sync, I'm so happy mm. to finally see her return in that style. To see Trinity the Tuck lip syncing this way is correct. There's yeah. an honesty, there's a yes. genuineness to this style of performance for her. I must say that she can't do comedy, mm-hmm. but the way, but it's, it's not her as much as this is. The, the style is just so natural, it's so true. Mm-hmm. And you, it's more believable. And yeah. you know what? It's a better performance. For me, the winner is absolutely um, Trinity. I thought they both did a great job. Well, they were both amazing. I but- actually really enjoyed this lip sync. It was very energetic. It was very passionate. I'm, I agree with you. I think Trinity won it. I do agree with that. I will say, I will say, actually, I would have really liked to have seen Shay in the top two this week. I will say that. Not, not trying to discredit Jada and, and Trinity. I just like that look an awful lot. Okay. Yeah, but there we go. Cool. But yeah, um, I think Trinity won this, but it was a great lip sync. It's a good lip sync because of her star. I've been saying this for a long time, and I hope people don't think that I mean like hateful. You are, but though. there's it's just the difference when you see someone doing a performance that just really isn't true to them. It's like how how like you've been in the closet for so long, and everyone's like he's absolutely gay, <laughs> and you keep trying to convince us you weren't, and then you finally came out, and everyone's like yes, that that's right, that's so correct. So you're attacking me personally? No, yeah. I'm just trying to say, trying to give like. <laughs> An example the the example is, is that when trinity did this performance i just automatically was drawn in mm. because it was yeah. there was something about it that was real yeah a sincerity and a yeah. truth yeah i it agree was real to her style and you know what it's something that she can do and it was so good i want more of this hear yeah. that trinity keep it up now before we find out who the winner is mm-hmm. who do you think should be plunged this week well we heard trinity and monet having a little plotting session Oh, that's right. They've got an, they've got an alliance, don't they? Yep, yep, yep. And Trinity said that she wanted to plot, uh, block somebody who she considered strong and a front runner like Jinx, but then said she probably didn't want to really block Jinx because she's been overblocked and it's a bit mean. Monet was like, "I'd block her. I'd block her." Um, because Jinx blocked Monet. Yep, wrongfully. She won't block Monet. I don't think she blocked Viv because I do think they have a friendship. Uh, they seem to hang out quite a lot together. 
Um, so it's like she can't block Jada. So it's between like Evie, Shay, and Raja. I think oh, she said gonna... she'd block Raja. She said she considered Raja a threat and she'd block her. I want to block Raja now. I think all the sewing challenges are done. But her win came from a comedy challenge. I would block if I was Trinity and I won. Who I think who I feel will win. I'd block Shay because Shay blocked me and cost me a win. Yeah. Okay, no, that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. Also, I don't want Shay in the finale, so that also makes sense to me because she will she is she's someone who could potentially take the money away from me. She's an amazing performer. Mm. Well what if Jada wins? Um who do you think Jada would block? It would make sense for it would make sense for the person to block Nick's to be Jinx, both of them. But Jinx has just been blocked. It's it would be unfair and unkind. It would feel quite unkind for anybody to have a block two weeks consecutively. For me, the fairest thing to do was to block last week's winner. Evie. Well, the winner winner, which is... Um, Viv. The Viv. But she's only got one star. That doesn't feel fair. Well, then I blocked Evie because also I don't want Evie in the finale. Evie is too much of a threat. Yes. I think it, that would make sense. So either Evie... Or Shay. Is that also, what we're saying? Jada will never, ever block Jinx because she gave her a star. Yeah. That's a okay. thing. Now. And she's already blocked her. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so Let's have a see. And Evie Oddly, yeah, blocked. She's blocked. I do it makes rec- sense. I do recall. I do recall um, in the style of Kamora Black um, that Trinity did mention she wanted to cut short Evie's ascension. So there we go. There we go. I mean, it does. It does make sense. Give it. Do it to a girl who's got two in the lead and rising. Yeah, but like Jay does, he needs to stop her in her tracks. I think she's like a runaway like, train at this point. I really feel like they're just like <laughs> they're just like yeah. Well, you know, I don't mind her in the finale. It's working to her advantage though because she is flying under the radar I and mean, she's she's doing the goddamn thing because she's. She, She's rightfully been in the top two twice, and they've been design challenges, and that is her forte. Why are they underestimating her so much? She's got like an unassuming, sweet, everybody's friend quality, and she's a recent winner, and people think she's a one-trick pony, and she's just fashion and construction when she can actually do other things. Mm, They don't know what her repertoire they don't know what repertoire. her skill sets are they don't know everything she can do because she's a new winner mm-hmm. who hasn't toured that's it well do not underestimate this particular trojan horse okay she's here and she's she's full of greek soldiers who do greek you think taking the crown still trojan soldiers the winner for me this this season trinity trinity just seems to be like dominating so much in she's everything in two, she's in the two stars club now trinity's been very very consistent i do tend to think kind of like who's been like in, in my top four quite consistently trinity has been there even when she's not been in the top two i do i think viv as well trinity I, jinx viv and then there's that one spot who, I'm, who i haven't yet made up my mind but you know what being in the top four just does not count you've got to be in that top two at the end at the end of the season they're not going to count the people who just missed out on that top two spot it's not going to count for anything top two doesn't matter it's the top four who have to lip sync no you're not understanding me what i'm talking about is like oh, oh. the the girls who linda listen, listen linda i think you're deliberately misunderstanding me the the girls who've like 
done well but have missed out on the top two oh, that yeah. doesn't matter mm. because you've not got a star and it Absolutely. doesn't doesn't get any entry into the magic kingdom okay cool well let's end it here okay it's been nice <laughs> chatting with you I insist we um, end it here, actually. Yeah, great. I've, I've had a great time talking with you. Uh, every week. It's I'm so done. good. It's so great. So I'm thank done. you. Now, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Mm. Um, again, if you want, uh, you can throw us a review, a message. Do you know what? I wonder uh, actually. Twitter, say I've, hi. I've not spotted a review in a while. Should we should we ask if people if they have the time or the inclination? We could do with a couple of reviews, I think. I think we could, but honestly, guys, only if you love us. If you think we're four stars, please don't bother. If you think we're you five- better give us a that's what I'm hearing from you. You know what? I haven't had a great review lately, and I don't feel great. If, if it's five, <laughs> if you feel like we're a five star show, please review us. Yeah, oh, take gosh, two minutes. No. It helps us a lot. Helps the algorithm, and we will give you a shout out. Okay. Yeah. I mean... Nothing I mean, less than five stars, though. If, you honestly, were aggressive, Tom. You were quite aggressive there. What, what I will say... And if, if I was someone listening, I'd be like, fuck you, I'm going to give you a one star just because you did that. No, but so wh- if you are that kind of person who was like me, please don't. Yeah, <laughs> Please well, don't do that out of spite. No, but Tom's just being herself. I will say... The, She's had a few drinks. The forum, if you've got any like feedback for us for something that you don't really like about us, like DM us, that's the way to do it. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This ain't no HR bullshit. Keep your... If you got feedback, keep it to yourself. No, but I... Tom, can you stop talking? <laughs> can you actually stop talking? This is not like an HR kind of announcement. Guys, just DM you know? me. I run the Instagram. Just DM you, me there. Can you just like stop what you're... Don't. Just here. I might edit it out of the podcast because you Don't slide into Barlow's DMs on the Twitter. Everyone, thank you for listening. <laughs> um, we hope that you have a great day, a great week. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. And if you are, let us know in a review, in a hi, we'll, in whatever. We'll guarantee you a shout out. Okay, there. Yeah. Done. Said it. Yeah. Uh, this is Bowler. And Tom. We'll see you guys Lots next time. Lots of See you soon. <laughs>